Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being with me. I appreciate the time. Well, uh, well let's talk about uh, what's happening with uh, the presidential debates. We'll touch on that. And we'll also, uh, also touch on what um, is happening with uh, all these Palestinians uh, really ruined a lot of the cities uh, by I don't know, uh, protesting when they're not in Palestine or in Israel, if they were to protest. But they're here in the U.S. away. So, uh, really quick, let's dive into this uh, Republican uh, presidential debates. Was uh, I believe that it was uh, played by or presented by NBC News on live television and uh, the big guy that actually took the night was Vivek Ramaswamy and it destroyed the entire uh, you know, Republicans debate by or opened this crazy debate by uh, putting a big finger at the media for a lot of covers and I want you to hear this because it's amazing 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 a never seen in a debate. Check this out. We got 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Getting the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, getting the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate, they wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment ask you the Trump Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross, this is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media raped the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramos, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn That's to Governor, you Governor Christie. Why are you... You heard of the audience uh, when while when he went to the host and said, "Hey, you got an answer for this misinformation. Go." And at the end, obviously, the host was like, "Audience, don't do this. You know, let's give the <laughs> the word to the next." Panelist, which is uh, Chris, Chris Christie, um, and honestly, nobody really cares about this guy. I think uh, he um, is just running to get some sort of job in the White House at the end. Whoever wins, it doesn't make no sense. He doesn't have that much percentage. But but here is the list of the contenders uh, to be in the White House, and I'm going to put it for. Uh, to the top, to the top of the list, uh, we're going to call this, uh, the top of the list actually is Donald Trump with the Republican Party, and the second best is going to be Ron DeSantis, again, a Republican, I'm going to call all the Republicans, by the way, and we have Nikki Haley, also a Republican, and uh, Doug Bergen, uh, from the, a Republican also, 
and obviously the winner in my in my estimation was Bibek Ramaswamy, who's in the run for the presidency in the Republican Party in Chris Christie, and uh, um, now the following ones that I'm going to mention dropped off of the presidential election or contenders for the presidents is Larry Elder and he's a radio host in California and uh, the following which is recently just is just actually just dropped off of the race Tim Scott Republican do you remember uh, uh, Vice President Pence who actually dropped off also of the race as a Republican so who do we really have left so far we have uh, uh, the, the ones I mentioned uh, like Nikki Haley and, and Ron DeSantis Donald Trump at number one again and uh, Doug Burgum See, these are the main ones that we know that they're running for presidents. And as these things happened, and it continued to happen, we know there were uh, elections in uh, Ukraine that were supposed to have. But uh, the president of Ukraine decided that no, it's not a good idea to have elections because of the war isn't that interesting where's democracy in all this I'm going to read this from the uh, Associate Press and uh, you can Google it if you like it says Ukraine president rules out holding elections next spring and calls out unity in fighting Russia uh, Baldomir Zelensky later Monday ruled out his countrymen to avoid political device saying they must concentrate all resources in fighting Russia and the problem with that is that if the people really want this guy out because he's not doing a good job really he's not and he they cannot do it anymore they are prohibited from from voting according to him more like a dictatorship doesn't seem like it's uh, democratic in a sense doesn't matter what's going on in the country everybody has the right to do it but apparently not in this country your election is gone can't do it you see I'm going to say this again because it's important that you understand that what's happening in Ukraine is a farce and this guy is another puppet of the conglomerate now moving forward I'd like to talk about what's going on in California looks like um, the governor of California Gavin Newsom happens to have a well a visitor or visitors in San Francisco and he has actually cleaned <laughs> the city so I want you to you know hear what he has to say about that 
say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. Okay, one of the things that really gets to me is this sort of notion that he said for months and months and months. Why did it took you months and months and months? They're going to have a summit in the city. There's going to be leaders from all over the place coming into the city. And they're going to see this, this stinking stinks. I mean, homeless everywhere. You cannot deny that. I mean, if you go and check out the internet, you will see there's a lot of homelessness in the street. Not only that, there's a lot of you know, people going and robbing the stores. And now in California, happens to have a law now that if you steal a thousand dollars or less, nothing happens to you. They just let you go. So, Mr. Governor, you should take care of your state. Especially the cities that really bring revenue to the state. And right now, and in that city is one of the big ones. You have a lot, a lot of commerce going in and out. And I don't get how is it possible that people end up voting for this type of leaders. To me, to me, it sounds like there's something fishy there because there is no way people are so disconnected of what is happening how is it possible do you like when they charge you extra in your paycheck how do you like when they take more money out of your paycheck i don't understand that fact i don't understand how is it possible people are still not getting but i'm pretty sure what's happening is that people do get it and when they do vote them, because they try to get them out, they want to try to kick them out. And I think that this game is so rigged. The people are just, there's something going to happen, a revolution or something. Because really, people cannot live in California. There's a reason why a lot of us pack our bags and got the hell out of California. Taxations like you cannot believe. And now, the state, instead of reducing taxes so that there's more people coming to the state, they're increasing the taxes. How in the world companies are going to stay there thinking, yeah, it's okay for us getting taxed? There's a reason also why a lot of companies, they pack their bags and they get the hell out of California. There's a reason. And that's a very powerful reason right there. They are not for the people. And they rigged the game. Not only well. And why you may ask is because they control the seats. They go to the Senate in the White House. There is a reason why it has to be rigged. So they can control it and they can continue to be in power. There is this whole game to this. And like I said. I would not be surprised if this game is so rigged. Well, that's enough for me and that one. So let's move on. Now, I don't know where you live, but um, I tell you right now, all over the country, we've seen a lot of these pro-Palestine protesters. One thing is to protest. 
really protests is, is the freedom of speech here in the United States. However, there's no freedom for violence. And well, what do I mean by that? Well, these protesters completely gone to places and, um, and start creating and making, um, well, vandalism, which is not right. I, I, I see it, and am I saying all of them are doing it? No, but they are doing, they are doing this type of violence. This is not right. And if they were in their country, I don't think they would be able to be doing the same thing. They say free Palestine. Free Palestine. Free Palestine from from who? From Israel? Now, let me remind you something, folks. It's interesting that as neutral as I wanted to be, let's not forget that who started this whole thing was a group called Hamas. Hamas. Which, by the way, brings me to this other point is Hamas um, basically bombed their own, their own parking lot at a hospital. How does it make it good for the own country? I really don't understand that. Okay, so I'm going to read here. This is from a uh, temanews.com. And this is what uh, Hamas leader Ismail Haneji uh, called for Palestine civils to die in Israel, strike against Hamas terrorists inside of Gaza. This is women, children, elderly must die in Gaza to help or fight against Israel. That is not a good thing. Why would you want your own people to die? Their remarks are not good. However he worded it, it's not good. The Middle East is captured by some sort of hate towards Israel. And at the same time, everybody in the world says, well, Israel has the right to defend themselves. And, 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 and yep, of course, everybody has the right to defend themselves. What I don't understand is how is it possible as leaders... These leaders are pushing for the death of their own people for, for what? A point that they should not be making. Hamas started this whole thing and now he's asking for blood. Think about this for now. I'm going to read a little more. This says, we need this blood so it awakens with us. The revolution spirits, so it awakens with us. Result, so awakens with us the spirit of challenge and pushes us to move forward. We need this blood. Doesn't sound like a good leader to me.
Is that telling us that are they the ones behind all these terrorist attacks to their own people? Is that what they're doing? It doesn't sound good. As much as you want to defend these costs, freedom, innocent civilians, innocent lives. I mean, it, it seems to be working because then they're going to blame Israel are the ones doing it. Let me continue reading. It says, the remark comes as Hamas commits war crimes by using civilians as human shields and lies about events that have unfolded during the three weeks war, including his false claims that Israel bombed a hospital. They bombed it. Hamas did. And, well, it's working. Because now, in the news, they think that, well, Israel did it. But no, they, they did it. The truth has come up. And I want you to hear what he says. I mean, I'm going to read it because it says here, I called on everybody, all free people of the world, all the friendly countries, all the brotherly Arab countries, which, by the way, they, other countries don't want them. Let me continue. And all the allies to exert all the necessary pressures in all directions, in all forms, in order to end the aggression against Gaza, to stop this war against our children, women, and elderly, our mosque, our universities, and our homes, he said. This brutal aggression must stop. This new Holocaust must stop. It's not happening all over the world, by the way. And... Well, to make this point clear, I want you to hear from one of the leaders um, of the Arabs countries, and they are saying they're not going to accept any refugees. I wonder why. The brink of falling into the abyss that this new cycle of death and destruction is pushing us towards. The threat of this war expanding is real. The cost this will bring on all of us is too much to bear. All our efforts are needed to make sure we don't get them. And on the issues of refugees coming to Jordan, and I think I can quite strongly speak on behalf not only of um, 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 uh, Jordan as a nation, but of uh, our friends in Egypt, that is a red line. Uh, because I think that is the plan by certain of the usual suspects to try and create de facto issues on the ground. No refugees in Jordan, no refugees in Egypt. This is a situation of humanitarian dimension that has to be dealt inside of Gaza and, uh, and, and the West Bank, and not to try and push the Palestinian challenge and their future onto other people's shoulders. How about demophiles? I, I, <laughs> I understand. There's a lot of civilians. But again, I think we have to understand who started this whole war. This always starts by them. 
And if somebody goes and hits you again and again, you're going to defend yourself one point of those times, of those aggressions. So, of course, when there is different issues inside the country, you have to deal with those. But why are not, you know, so these other friendly Arab countries? They believe in the same thing. They believe in the same Mohammed. What's going on? I like to understand that point because I really don't. Don't get it. How come? They're not trying to help the refugees. <laughs> What's going on? And the problem that I have also is that what we see is that the people that flee their country to come to other countries, whether Germany, France, US, England, they go and try to say, yay, free Palestine, blah, blah, blah. But we never see what is, you know, the root cause. Who started this? Who is to blame for the beginning? And when they retaliate, the big, you know, the bear goes and attacks the family that leaves all this food. Why? Who, who came with this food? I mean, don't, don't, do not go and poke the bear because the bear is going to attack. And that's what's happening. And I, all I can say is, is the reason I'm bringing this up because it boggles my mind. Okay, well, there's something to to this Arab countries that they don't want them. Uh, and he said it. There's something inter interlined in there. The usual suspects, he said. Which are the suspects? Terrorist? Is it? Yeah, it is. It is terrorist. And they don't want them in their country. They have a lot of problems already with those type of people. To the extremes. The extremists are the more radical. And you're always going to have problems with extremists. I'll leave it like that. Thank you so much for listening to me. We'll catch you soon. Till next time. Bye-bye.